back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Uncut with KP. I'm DP Harrison Orange running this thing. Thank you, kind sir, for what you do on a night-by-night basis. I am a fan. I have to say that appreciative of both of you because about how you handle your business, whatever your business is. It's an important thing. 402-464-5685. Start a Heyman text on Honda Lincoln Hotline if you want to add to the conversation. Um, Crowbait, I like that. Uncut with DP and KP. You know, KP know. goes first on this. That's sweet. That KP really goes, he goes first. I got a damn turf burn. What'd you do? Look at this. Oh, that's a, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. Oh, it you looks hated like, the shower. Yeah. What is happening? Lo- well, <laughs> we were taking ground balls at practice, and we are doing uh, – or on Friday, we were just doing a little pitcher get-together, you know, huh. taking some PFPs, pitcher feeling practice. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I live for those, by the way. I absolutely love it. Because, you know, I, I'm an athlete, man. I'm Baller? not just a guy that has an hit arm. A jumper. I'm an athlete. Yeah, I can hit Damn a jumper. I, I, can, yeah. I can run. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I like to compete. We already went over this. I yeah. love competing. So we were doing this little pitcher's knockout. Four guys in front of me fielded a ground ball. So next guy to next guy to miss a ground ball. That right? And we're base. We're, we're we're playing this at short. We're on the uh, football practice field. Uh, on the in the outdoor. Yeah. <laughs> and fungo gets hit to my to my right side. I'm ranging over to my right side. It's you know it's gaining ground on turf. It's skipping. So, <laughs> Me being oh. me, I slide and I try to field it, uh, and ugh. I missed it in my spin and got this. So, camera. I'm in pain. Oh. I'm in pain. Just Coach Christie thinks I did it uh, wrestling around this weekend, and I was like, "Dude, I wasn't wrestling around this weekend. I was crying. <laughs> oh, I was crying on Saturday. On that, Sunday, I was just chilling. The first, the the, the first shower after yeah. that is the yeah, one where God. you. You f- you reintroduce Just, yourself to yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's like that uh, the razor scooter pain. Oh, yeah. Does that ring a bell, yeah, DP? Yeah. yeah. Catching yeah. that to the shin. It was yeah. kind of like that hitting that water hitting it. And I don't like cold showers all that much, but it, it I got it a little too hot this oh, time yeah. around. So that's it was even like, worse. Oh, I, it was not turf burns. It was not well calculated, just, man. I think I've just recovered. You can see the the years and years of. Yeah, from elite, scar, scars of a leadoff hitter. Uh, <laughs> even even into like semi pro softball at age forty five. Yeah, still hitting leadoff and not being smart enough to know. Nah, bro, you're not getting out of this slide clean. <laughs> like it's not it's not gonna happen. So uh, hey. <laughs> That's that dog in you, though. You got it. That there. dog, man. That dog needs to retire. That's what <laughs> gets you in trouble. Never sometimes. will, man. I bet you it yeah, never will. That dog needs to retire. So through all of this stuff, talk, let's talk about Coach Bolt mm-hmm. and the, 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 the this year's version of him, mm-hmm. right? Because he made a statement. I can't go through what I, I I went through, and then he said another thing that gives me hope. He said, "I can't put them through." what I put them through mm-hmm. a year ago. So what's this year's version of Will Bolt? What well, do you think hap- happens with First him? off, I love that out of him because as a coach, you know, it falls on his shoulders. Should, first and foremost. Right. So for him to take responsibility after a cruddy year like that, you know, that's some big boy stuff. So hats off to him. I got a lot of respect for him in the first place, and obviously that, that doesn't hurt. So, um yeah, and I mean, I everyone's on board with that. All the guys that are coming back, we're on board with that. You know, we don't want that crap. Um, 
but yeah, he's he's been great. He's been great. He's happy to be there. He's happy to see everyone every day. Not saying that wasn't the case yet last year, you know, but it's it, he loves he just loves us and he loves being at the park. He loves being the coach of the Cornhuskers. So if you can't buy into that, then I don't know if this is the place for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so it's like it, it, his, it, he always says, you know, be the best version of yourself, and, and we're really seeing that every day out of him, and it's great. And that really goes for the whole coaching staff. It's it's good to see. It's very promising, especially, you know, um, you know, just seeing them around and, like I said earlier, like before really getting official stuff going. So it's, it's great to see. They've all been great, and Coach Bolt's really been uh, – a great leader for them and a great leader for us. And I'm not supposed to have favorite coaches, but I do. Uh, <laughs> real talk. Like, Harvell is just – he's just my kind of dude. Right. Um, you know, he, he he's a grown man. He's right. a grown-up. Yeah. And that doesn't always happen. Like, we assume that all collegiate <laughs> coaches are grown-ups. Right. No, no. Right. Harvell's a grown-up. So, what's your take? What makes Harvell Harvell? You know, I <laughs> – he's a <laughs> – <laughs> it's funny you say he's grown up because uh, when we're around him, he's a goofball for most of the, most of the time. But and that's coming, that's coming from a pitcher, though. Right? That's coming from a pitcher. We really don't deal with Coach Harv all that much, but ah, uh, you know, as a pitcher, we love him, and uh, I'm sure he puts those position guys through a gauntlet. But you know, it's all out of love, man. It's, but no, he's he, he's been great. He's been great, and and you know, like especially after a year like last year, you don't know what as a coach. Like what, I don't even know because I'm not, I haven't been a coach. Like what? What are you feeling? You know, after a season like that. But you know, if if you were to be a new guy, right, coming in, and this is what they've done a great job of so far is if you if you're a new guy and you had no clue what, was, what happened last year, how our season panned out, mm-hmm. if we won a national championship or ended like we did last year, you wouldn't have a clue by looking at the coaches. So that's that's phenomenal. And 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 Coach Har has done a great job too, because um, you know, these are the guys he recruited, and you know, it's uh, he, he's done a great job with that. I think all the coaches have. When you, when, when you when you think about this year for you, several different oars in the water, right? Mm-hmm. You're trying to finish. You're trying to recapture uh, a piece of you. And then it's the future. So let's start with the current. All right. You getting through and getting this, this degree. Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Because, I mean, honestly, if it, <laughs> DP, it's – Part of me really wishes I I knew you at my freshman year, man. Because shoot, talk about all over the place, brother. I was, <laughs> I had I had not a not a freaking fraction of the crap I needed to figure out. Figured out. I oh gosh, I I didn't have a clue in the world. One of those guys, you know, loved it. Still still had the same, you know, zest for life and everything. I was just stupid. I was just stupid. Didn't really make stupid decisions. Just didn't have anything figured out that I needed to have figured out. You know. Um, especially in the college game. And uh and now I've you know, especially going into my 5th year, I'm slowly and slowly starting to get those things figured out, you know, over time. So Rome wasn't built in a day, but um they have that degree. If you would have told me, you know, my freshman year, I would be pretty pumped about it cuz uh you know, that at times it seemed impossible. So I'm pretty proud of myself, a little pat on the back there. But uh but yeah, no, the the work isn't finished yet. That's that's the thing. Well, I got to well, remind but, myself well, that. Well, but I like the accountability, right? Because right? nobody's going to put that out there and then right. come back, you know, right. two months later and go, well, no, I uh, right. I, I tripped and fell. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to trip and fall. Uh, no, I yeah, I got to hold myself accountable because I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's 
it's it's it's what I you know my life I gotta I gotta figure it out. No one else is gonna figure it out for me. So well, yeah. that's the maturation, right? right? That's how you know, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, right, yeah, yeah, I know. If I'd have said that my freshman year, you'd have been like your eyes would have popped. <laughs> and then but, uh, uh, real quick from the text line, I do want to get to this. We got Jeremy. Uh, he says, "What up, KP? Since you're a pitcher who's willing to field his position to the point of injuries, what's your feelings on errors for pitchers not factoring into your ERA?" <laughs> Yeah, I love them because if I if <laughs> I make, if I make an error, I don't want it to go on my ERA. But I, you know, that's that's a good that's a good question, Jeremy. That's a good question, Jeremy. I uh, I like it because it does take a little bit of pressure off you. Not yeah. that I'm thinking about my ERA, but and not that I expect to make an error, <laughs> yeah. of course. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I like that. I like it, and. Uh, you know, it gives it gives me a little bit more uh, leeway to to try to make plays like like I tried on Friday. To I, I don't care if I injure myself; I just want to get outs. But <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's yeah. I never really thought about it, you know. But yeah, yeah, good question, Jeremy. I mean, it's, yeah, I love it. I love it. I guess. What's the difference between preparing and recovery versus preparing for advancement? How are you going through that? Well, I try to see it as, you know, both because like now I'm, I feel like my arm is the strongest it's ever been. Right. Right. That's a So big part. I guess like that, you know, training for recovery has already kind of happened, but we're not quite there yet. Cause obviously I can't go on the mound and throw 90 plus right now. And that's where we want to get. So, uh, so I, I just kind of, I kind of see it as, you know, I'm, I'm already there. We're just now working it with the throwing, but at the same time, my training habits—they, uh, you know, they, I, I'm thinking mentally that I'm training for the future, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm getting stronger than I've ever been. But then there's a time to train for recovery. You know what I mean? The throwing really is the recovery part for, for me. For you, then, how do you keep the rest of you in tuned with what your arm is is required? Right, the leg work that that's required, right. the core work that's right. required. Uh, so often with your type of injury, folks will change delivery. They'll change right. release points. They'll change torque. They'll change right. a lot of things. How do you balance all that? Is that through analytics? Is that through uh, coaches who, who can provide that stuff for you? Or yeah. is it that voice in your head that, that tells you, okay, this will work, this will right. work? Well, yeah, obviously. I mean, after uh, after a couple injuries, like the ones I've had on my elbow um, – yeah, I obviously you start to think about, you know, what am I doing wrong? What you know, what do I got to tweak here, tweak there, but uh I'm I'm going to probably going to be playing a reliever role when I get back, which I'm totally on board with, man. I love that because it, one that means I don't have to be lengthened out mm-hmm. and try to stay, you know, I can go out there and give it all I got for one so, inning, so two innings, three three innings, that whatever. changes you being more explosive or right. more dynamic. Right. So right now I'm not really thinking about change in a bunch mechanically um obviously that's been in my mind you know thinking you know if if something is wrong with my mechanics that's uh um that's causing pain in my arm like obviously you want to you want to fix those but um yeah and the coaches will definitely look at that um coach childress coach christie with uh with the analytics and and the rap soda and the cameras and crap i man i do you you pay much attention to that or i don't i don't like that's not your sweet yeah i don't like to I do see a lot of benefits in it, though. So, I mean, it's like I I, I think I, it hurts my brain to pay attention yeah, to it. Yeah, <laughs> me as an athlete, 
I, right. I need it to be natural. I need it to be organic. Right. And when I start to break down my swing, I'm screwing up my swing. Right. So there are people that fall on either side of that. Right. So, I mean, it's – and I mean, I'm not – I'm not anti-analytics, pro-analytics. I mean, I think it's something for the coaches to handle. I think if a player peeks too much into it, and sometimes that's, you know, that's what certain players need. You know, there's obviously exceptions to the rule, but uh but like yeah, I mean, if you're a coach, I I would I would love to look at that if that helps me perform my job if you're a coach to help the players. I mean, absolutely I'm paying attention to that. But as a player, if you're looking too much into that, obviously then it doesn't become natural. Really, and then if you start looking so much into that, at what point do you start really thinking about it? So I mean, you know, there's plenty of opinions on it. I just think if if the right people look at it and the right people are helping the players, because at the end of the day, it's you know the players, it's a player's game. So well, you know, we'll throw it to break, but I'll ask you the question unless you think about it before we before we go. But changing from a guy that's preparing to throw six innings. Right. A game to a guy that may come in in a closer situation, long relief, yeah. filler. Does it change the way you think about pitching? We'll talk about that when we come back. 